Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. This soul is feeling blessed in sharing with you in this 22nd episode in the series of Saints of India, the life of Srimanto Shankar Dev. Till such time, this soul started on this journey of knowing and sharing lives of the Saints of India, little did it know about these Mahatmas. The content of this episode has been derived from wikipedia.com. Any addition or deletion may graciously be pardoned. Srimanto Shankar Dev Shankar Dev, then named Shankaravara, was born into the Shiromani Bauroboyan's family at Alipukuri near Borodova in present-day Naugaon district in 1449 CE. Though some authors have expressed doubt that Shankardev could have lived that long, considering that he was of robust health in 1449, is generally accepted. The Barobuyans were independent landlords in Assam and Shankardev belonged to the Kayastha Hindu caste. His family members, including parents Kusumvar Boyan and Satyasandhya Devi, were Saktas. Shankar Dev lost his father to smallpox when he was about seven years old, and his mother died either soon after his birth or soon after his father's death, and he was raised by his grandmother Kersudhi. He began attending Mahindra Kandali's Tol or Chatrasal at the age of 12 and soon wrote his first verses, Karatala Kamala. The complete poem was written before he was taught the vowels, except, of course, the first one and is often cited as an example of the early flowering of his poetic genius. He stayed at the toll during his teens and studied grammar and Indian scriptures. He practiced yoga and was physically very able and according to legend, he could swim across the Brahmaputra while it was in spate. It is generally believed that he wrote his first work, Harishchandropagyan, while at the toll. Mahendra Kandali changed his name to Shankar Dev while he was at school. It is possible that the death of his wife increased his already existing spiritual inclination and he left for a 12-year-long pilgrimage sometime after his daughter was married to Hari, a Boyan Sion. He handed over the maintenance of his household to his son-in-law Hari, the Boyan Shiromaniship to his grand-uncles Jayanto and Madhav and began his journey in 1481. He was accompanied by 17 others including his friend and associate Rama Ram and his teacher Mahendra Gandali. At this point of time, he was 32. The pilgrimage took him to Puri, Mathura, Dwaraka, Vrindavan, Gaya, Rameshwaram, Ayodhya, Sitakunda and almost all other major seats of the Vaishnavite religion in India. He seems to have spent many years at Jagannath Kshetra at Puri, 
where he read and explained the Brahma Purana to the priests and lay people. At Badrikashram in 1488, he composed his first Borgeet, Manamedi Ram Charanahilago in Brijavali. According to Katha Gurucharit, the first Borgeet was Rama Mary Bhridaya Pankaje Baise and he composed it in 1481 at the very outset of the pilgrimage at a place called Raumari. He returned home to Alipukuri after 12 years. During his pilgrimage, he became the part of a pan-Indian bhakti movement and helped it blossom. On his return from his pilgrimage, Shankar Dev refused to take back the Shiromani ship though on the insistence of his elders he took responsibility of a hundred families but he soon handed over the responsibility to his son-in-law Hari. On his grandmother's insistence he married Kalinidhi at the age of 54. Finally he moved back to Bordova and constructed a temple in 1498 CE, possibly a thatched house built on the original site of his father's house where he could meet with people, discuss religious matters and hold prayers and preach. He wrote Bhakti Pradipa and Rukmini Harana. Soon after, he received a copy of the Bhagavata Purana from Jagadish Mishra of Mithila. with Sridhar Swami's monistic commentary Bhavarth Deepika Mishra recited and explained the entire Bhagavata in the presence of Shankar Dev and this event is considered momentous in the development of Ekasarana Dattyari an early biographer of Shankar Dev writes Shankar Dev listened with rapt attention to the exposition by Jagadish Mishra and realized that the Bhagavata was a scripture without parallel, a scripture that determined Krishna as the only God, Nam as a real Dharma, and Aikantika Sarana and Satsanga as the indispensable elements of the faith. He also began composing the Kirtana Gosha. After his exposure to the detailed Bhagavata Purana, and Sridhara Swami's commentary Bhavarth Deepika Shankar Dev produced a dance drama called Sinna Yatra for which he painted the Sabda Vaikuntha guided the making of musical instruments and played the instruments himself according to other biographers Shankar Dev produced Mahanatha in the presence of Jagdish Mishra in the temple he had constructed at Alipukuri According to Neo this was the point when Shankar Dev decided to preach a new religion Some of the first to be initiated into the religion was the wife of Jayant Dalai a leper named Hari Ram later he was called Tulasi Ram 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 his associate and Mahendra Kandali his told teacher the 13 years at Alipukuri was a period during which He reflected deeply on Vaishnavism and on the form that would best suit the spiritual and ethical needs of the people. Ananta Kantali, a profound scholar 
a profound scholar of Sanskrit, became his disciple during this time. He translated later part of Canto 10 of the Bhagavad Purana after consulting Shankardev. From Alipukuri, Shankardev moved back to Borodhuva in 1509 and built a Thaan. Some authors claim that this Thaan had all the major features of his Atra, whereas many others assert that these features did not exist during Shankardev's time. This Thaan was abandoned and more than a hundred years later, in the middle of the 17th century, Shankardev's granddaughter-in-law, Kanaklatha, established it again. Vishwasinga began his activities to remove the Boyans from power in the western part of the Brahmaputra Valley in 1509. Furthermore, the Boyans in the Puvai area picked up a quarrel with the Kacheri neighbors and when attacked, Shankardev advised the Boyans to move which brought to an end the independence of this group of Boyans. Shankardev and his associates first crossed the Brahmaputra river in 1516-17 and settled first at Singhari and finally at Rauta. And when Vishwasinga advanced towards Rauta, Shankardev moved to Gangmau in the Ahom kingdom in 1527. At Gangmau, he wrote the drama Padni Prasad. In fact, he lived alone at a place named Gajalasuti out of dissatisfaction with some relative. He pinned the play there. While at Gangmo, the coach king Vishwasinga attacked the Ahoms. The Buyans fought for the Ahoms and the coach king was defeated. Due to the unsettled situation at Gangmo, Shankardev next moved to Duvahad near Ahadguri in present-day Majuli, washed away by the Brahmaputra in 1913. The Boyans were settled here by their homes with land and estate. Hari, Shankardev's son-in-law, became a Saikya and his cousin Jagadananda, grandson of Jayanta, received a title Ramarai. At Duvahat, he met his spiritual successor Mahadev. Mahadev, a Sakta, got into religious altercation with his brother-in-law Ramadas who had recently converted to Vaishnavism. Ramadas took him to Shankardev who after a long debate convinced him of the power and efficacy of Ekasarana. The acquisition of Mahadev with his talent in poetry, singing and dedication to his newfound religion and guru was a significant event in the Ekasarana history. At Duvahat, he managed to attract a wider attention and popularity and he initiated many others into his religion. The popularity of Ekasarana and the conversion of people alarmed the priestly Brahmins who reacted with anger and hostility. Shankardev tried to diffuse their hostility by meeting with them at the house of his relative Buddha Khan and asking his Brahmin antagonist to install a wooden idol of Jagannath called Madan Mohan at his religious seat. The Brahmins finally complained to the Ahom, finally complained, the Brahmins finally complained to the Ahom king Suhungmung, who summoned Shankardev to his court for a debate with them. Shankardev was able to convince the king 
that he was not a religious rebel and a threat to the social order and the charges against him were dropped the hostility nevertheless continued though the positions of the boyans in the ahom kingdom began comfortably with chakradev son-in-law hari becoming a pike officer and ram rai his cousin becoming a royal official their relationship gradually deteriorated after the death of vishwasinga who was inimical to the boyans and the rise of naranarayan the kuch boyan relationship improved somewhat sometime in the 1540s during the reign of suklinmung a royal officer visited the region for an elephant capturing expedition hari did not make himself available and furthermore an elephant escaped through a barrier managed by the boyans the officer took grave offense in this dereliction of duty and arrested hari as well as madhavdev at gargaon hari was executed and madhavdev interned for about a year according to daityari taking advantage of the coach advance against the ahoms shankardev and his followers escaped from the ahom kingdom as they fell behind the vanguard of the coach army setting up their garrison in narainpur further to the east shankardev and his followers reached kapalabhari in coach kingdom in later part of 1540 and put up there but the water was very alkaline there several members including madhavdev's mother Manorama died there. So, after staying for some time at Kapalabhari, Shankar Dev and his group moved to Sonpura in 1541. At Sonpura, Shankar Dev initiated Bhavananda, a rich trader who had extensive business interests in the Gharo and Bhutan hills beside Kamarupa. The trader Narayana Das settled at Janiya near Barpeta and took to agriculture a man of the world otherwise he soon flourished and became a provider of shankardev and his devotees he came to be known popularly as takur atha after a great deal of moving shankardev settled at padbausi near barpeta in koch kingdom and constructed a kirtan ghar some of the people he initiated here are Chakrapani Dvija and Sarvabhaum Bhattacharya Brahmins Govinda Agaro Jairam Abutia Madai Ajantia Jatiram an ascetic and Murari a coach Damodar Dev was initiated by Shankar Dev Damodar Dev was interested by Shankar Dev to initiate Brahmin disciples a satra was also constructed for him at Padbausi itself later damodar dev became the founder of brahma sangati sect of shankar dev's religion among shankar dev's literary works he completed his rendering of the bhagavata purana and wrote other independent works he continued composing the kirtan gosha further translated the first canto of the ramayana and instructed madhav dev to translate the last canto portions that were left undone by the 14th century poet madhav kandali he wrote four plays rukmini harana parijata harana keligopala and kali damana another play written at padbausi 
Kansavada is lost. At Patbauzi, he had lent his bargees, numbering around 240, to Kamala Gayan. But unfortunately, Gayan's house was gutted and most of the bargees were lost. Since that incident, Shankardev stopped composing bargees. Of the 240, 34 remain today. Shankardev once again left for a pilgrimage in 1550 with a large party of 117 disciples that include Mahadev Dev, Ram Rai, Ramaram, Thakurata and others. Thakurata had to return after just one day's journey. Mahadev Dev had to take entire responsibility of logistics. He on the request of Shankardev's wife Kalindi urged him to return from Puri and not proceed to Vrindavana. Shankardev and the group returned to Padbausi within 6 months in 1551. On receiving repeated complaints that Shankardev was corrupting the minds of the people by spreading a new religion, Naranarayan, the coach king ordered Shankardev's arrest and Shankardev went into hiding. Chillarai, the general of the coach army, half brother of the king and married to Kamalapriya, the daughter of Shankardev's cousin Ramrai, then convinced the king to give Shankardev a hearing instead for the audience with Naranarayan as he moved up the steps to the court. Shankardev sang his Sanskrit Totaka hymn, composed extempo to Lord Krishna, Madhudhanava Dharana Deva Varam, as he sat down. He sang a borgi, Narayana Kahe Bhakti Karo Thera, playing on the name of the king. At the debate with the court pundits that followed, Shankardev was able to refute all allegations against him. The king declared him free and furthermore honored him with a seat close to the throne. Shankardev began to attend Naranarayana's court regularly and received the freedom to propagate his teachings. Chillarai was instrumental in keeping Shankardev safe and supporting his work. Many of Shankardev's literary and dramatic works were completed in his domain with his patronage and protection. Shankardev acknowledged his appreciation in his play. Shankardev shuttled between Koch Bihar and Padbausi his seat. He was often hosted by Chillarai and on his request agreed to have the images of the childhood days of Krishna at Vrindavan woven on cloth. He engaged the weavers of Tantikuchi near Barpeta to weave a 40-yard long tapestry panel. Shankardev provided the designs to be woven, chose the various colors of thread to be used and supervised the weaving. It took about a year to complete and deriving its name from its theme came to be known as the Vrindavanivastra. It was presented to Chillarai and Naranarayan. A section of this cloth is preserved now in the Victoria and Albert Museum in London. Chan Sai, a Muslim tailor, saving the coach king, became a disciple of Shankardev at Koch Bihar. When Shankardev returned to Padbausi sometime later, Chan Sai too came with the saint. Shankardev frequented the capital for more than 20 years and enjoyed unstinted royal patronage for the first time. Shankardev preached pure devotion to Krishna, consisting primarily in the singing and listening of his deeds and activities. 
ekasarana follows the dasya attitude of worship in which the devotee considers himself to be a servant of god in contrast to other vaishnava schools radha is not worshiped along with krishna the people who practice his religion are referred to variously as mahapurushaya saraniya and sankari shrimanto shankar dev started a system of initiation into his religion he caused a huge social revolution by fighting against the varnashrama dharma prevailing at that time he initiated people of all castes and religions including muslims after initiation the devotee is expected to adhere to the religious tenets of ekasarana consisting in worship to one god krishna and offering devotion to him forsaking completely all forms of vedic rites though he himself married twice had children and led the life of a householder his disciple madhavdev did not some of his followers today follow celibate life in the vaishnavite monasteries shankardev's famous debate with madhavdev who was a staunch sakta earlier and madhavdev's subsequent induction into ekasarana is often cited as a single most epoch making event in the history of the neo vaishnavite movement in assam madhavdev an equally multi talented person became his most celebrated disciple shankardev produced a large body of work though there were others before him who wrote in the language of the common man madhav kandali who translated the ramayana into assamese in the 14th century this was the first ramayana to be written in a modern indian language harivara vipra and hema saraswati it was shankardev who opened the flood gates and inspired others like madhavdev to carry out where he left off his language is lucid his verses litting and he infused bhakti into everything he wrote his magnum opus in the kirtana gosha a work so popular that even today it is found in many households in assam it contains narrative verses glorifying krishna meant for community singing it is a bhakti kavya par excellence written in a lively and simple language it has stories and songs for amusement it delights the ing with true poetic beauty and elderly people find here religious instruction and wisdom for most of his works he used the assamese language of the period so the lay person could read and understand them but for dramatic effect in his songs and dramas he used rajavali medieval maithili other literary works include the rendering of eight books of the bhagavata purana including the adi dasama harishchandra upakhyana bhakti pradeep the nimi navasiddha sambada bhakti ratnakara anadipatna gunamala and many plays like rukmini haran patni prasad keli gopal kurukshetra yatra and sri rama vijaya there was thus a flowering of the great bhakti literature during his long life of 120 years his translation of bhagavata is actually a transcreation because he translates not just the words but the idiom and the physiognomy too he has adapted the original text 
to the local land and people and most importantly for the purpose of bhakti portions of the original were left out or elaborated where appropriate for example he suppressed the portions that revile the lower castes of sudra and kaivartas and extols them elsewhere he made arrangements with madhavdev and takurata and gave them various instructions at padbausi and left the place for the last time he set up his home at beladonga in koch bihar during his stay at koch bihar maharaja naranarayana expressed his wish to be initiated shankar dev was reluctant to convert a king and declined to do so a painful boil a vishwa pohara had appeared in some parts of his body and this led to the passing away of the saint thus in 1568 after leading a most eventful life dedicated to enlightening humanity the mahapurusha breathed his last after four months of his last stay at beladonga at the remarkable age of 120 years hope you enjoyed listening to this episode if you would like to support this project you may contribute through patreon.com the link for which is available in the description shri gurubhyo namaha